Welcome to Money Talks. Last time we spoke about children's pocket money. It is important to start teaching your child the value system and how money works as soon as they are able to. But we must remember that children learn from what we do and not necessarily what we say. Today we're going to talk about how you can practically teach your child some of the key components of the financial system. I call this the four little pigs. One of the most asked questions by parents is how do I introduce money to children and how do I teach children about the financial markets? This should happen once a child has an appreciation of coins and notes as an exchange of value. This is what we spoke about yesterday when we discussed how children should start learning how to save through their pocket money. This method of teaching your child requires a minimum of four money boxes or if you prefer four piggy banks. I call it the four little pigs. With the first money box, what you should do is ask your child to think of anything that they would like in the future. This could be a bicycle, a toy or a treat that they are looking forward to in the future. If your child can write, you can go a step further and ask them to write the goal on the side of the money box. This will remind them of the purpose of this money. Piggy or money box number one establishes and introducing your child to setting financial goals. A goal is very important because by introducing a child to setting a goal, they realize that when they want something, it doesn't always appear straight away. It needs to be planned for, and in many instances, you need to save for it. This first money box teaches the child the principle of saving. Saving requires a target or a goal. The amount of time you save also influences how much you can save. Also, it teaches the child to have patience, for sometimes, although we may want something, we need to learn to wait. If your child decides that they have more than one goal, you can encourage them to have more than one pig. And once they have achieved their first target successfully, they can continue on the other goals. You can have as many goals as you like. And this also translates into your life as an adult. You can be saving for a holiday while saving for other goals at the same time. The second piggy or money box. You should tell your child that for every coin they put in this pig, it will be doubled by you on their birthday. Again, your child can label this little pig or money box if they can write. Money box number two introduces your child to the principle of investment. In life, if one delays spending and gratification, one can be rewarded with a return a growth on your money because you waited. This piggy you will soon find will see much activity when your child realizes that at every birthday they double their money easily. You are replacing the function of a bank and what you are doing with the second money box is teaching the principle of investment. As your child grows, you can increase the time required to double the saving so it doesn't necessarily have to be on their birthday. Reflecting on real life, 
where reward increases with the vested period. The third pig or the third money box is quite important. You need to label it for homeless children or for orphans. This pig will teach your children the principle of financial empathy. When we realize that we're financially better off than someone else, we tend to be more appreciative of what we have in our hand. As we grow and become adults, we too have to learn that there's always someone else who has less than us. Piggy number four. For some listeners, this probably is the first. This money box is the one which you give towards God or your higher faith who you believe in. You put this and teach this to your child for piggy or money box number four. So now you've taught your child four principles. The first one is saving, that they can have multiple savings go. The second one is investment, that indeed if they leave money for time, it can grow. The third one is financial empathy, giving to someone else, not necessarily a church or anything, but just generating that feel-good factor and learning that you have more than someone else. And the fourth money box, perhaps the most important for others, is the one where you give to a higher faith or a higher being. And this is observed by pretty much every religion. Now that you've taught your child these four money boxes, you need to tie it all together. When the pigs are full, what you need to do is to make a trip to your bank to deposit the contents. This will introduce your child to the financial system. They will soon understand that a bank is an institution where they can store their money. And in return, the bank gives them a plastic card or any other device to access their money. This is important and many leading banks have special children's accounts which complete the circle in your child's understanding of how money works. This will also demystify the fact that plastic cards just work magically to children. They will suddenly realize that mama and baba had to send money to the bank for the plastic card to work and for money to come out of the ATM. Many children of today simply cannot reconcile that the plastic card you use actually has underlying money behind it. And as a parent, you can now teach your child that they can get only what they put in. And the priority of the money boxes or pigs may change just like us adults decide when to save, when to invest, or when we should make these choices. These choices are made easier as your child grows up and starts learning more about themselves. But it is important when you are teaching this particular money lesson, also be seen to be doing what you say the child must do. Because children have these principles reinforced when they watch you do the right things in how you manage your money. It is also important to realize that we are now in a digital age. Vanavanima smartphones and coins and notes may not always be the order of the day. But whatever you decide, do remember that your child needs to understand these four key money principles. The first principle, saving. 
The second principle, investing. The third principle, realizing that you have more than someone else and it is important to give. And the fourth principle of money, give to a higher power. I hope this will help us to talk to our children about money and start introducing these key concepts. From me, Gerald, Mr. G. Mwandiambira, thank you for joining me on this conversation today. We'll be back again soon. Thank you. Ngatifu metose. Welcome to Money Talks. Nezuruta katanganyae ku taura tichikurukura zunu zunenda na neva anava cheche. Ne kushirunga zunenge fichidiwa kuna uchida kuti wite mari kuti mwanaende uchikolo chakanaka. We spoke about saving for a baby as well as the future considerations around the education of your child. Today we expand on that topic and we remain on the topic of children. We're going to talk about the topic of children's pocket money. I know children generally we don't give them pocket money masvano as we used to in the past but it is something that is very important in terms of the financial development of your child. A child is generally old enough to handle money once they have basic numeracy. Apatrukuti kana mwana akukwanisa kuverenga munofana kumuitisa kuti azive kuti mari inoshanda sei kana kukwanisa kuverenga mari. This age is as early as four or five years old, depending on the child and their own development. You need to teach your child that money has value and that money is exchanged for goods. And a child needs to start saving in a money box or piggy bank until they're able to fully add and even take money further. You can encourage your, your child's behavior through rewarding them with more coins for saving. This is the basic introduction to saving and investment. An important principle, which is when money is put aside, it grows over time, and the more money you put aside, the more money you have in the future. Tose sino jiziwa yeji, asi kakawanda mazwanu ta kukangano wana vedu pakuti wano shandisa sei mari kana kuinzguisi sakuti mari no vepi kana wati marai no shanda sei. We also need to teach our children the basic interest calculations or the fact that when money is set aside, it accrues interest and your child needs to understand this. The thing about money is they are not going to be taught all these things at school. And it's quite likely they will pick up bad money habits from colleagues or other students at school. The concept of pocket money can be enforced when a child starts school. And grade one is an excellent starting point as many schools have a feature that the child will soon want to be involved in. The tuck shop. You need to decide the amount that you're going to give your child. And this amount that you give your child must initially be a small amount. Enough to buy something really small, but not too much to enforce antisocial behavior. 
and pa anti social behavior takutuka pangwana wako mareka wandisa achatanga kufunga kuti they are more important than the other children hotanga kuita ma behavior traits achazo mu viringa kana ati kure although in zimbabwe we do operate mainly under a cashless environment it is important to still enforce the use of money as a physical tender or a physical exchange of goods by giving your child coins although you might struggle to find these coins it's important isusitakakura tine ma 5 cents ma 10 cents ma 50 cents 20 cents ne dollar and pocket money yangu daipiwa i think yanga iri 20 cents ma zwaya tenda uchikoro and yai tenga zvese tenga ma penny cooler tichidya kutak shop things and times have changed but children will still be children they need to understand how to use the small amounts of money because your behavior with a small amount of money is the same behavior you will exhibit with a large amount of money let's also remember that just like us as adults we are unique individuals our children are also unique individuals the individual approach you take to teaching your child will ensure responsibility and respect for money in the future where possible encourage your child to earn pocket money through household chores and by teaching your child the correct core principles they can understand when you are saving for that big toy or the trip they want or appreciate money for its true use it is also important to remind children that money is a tool it needs a money master somebody who knows how to use it and that money has no life of its own try to not allow your child to develop negative or positive emotional bonds with money as the consequences will remain into their adult life money is a tool keep that perspective clear and remind them that the love of money is not important it is really that you need to love people not money The next question we will always ask is how much is enough? The simple answer here is there are no clear rules as to how much you should give your child as pocket money. It depends on your personal economy as well as the economy of your family. It's important that if you are married you sit down with your spouse or your partner and determine how much money you will give your children for basic chores. You need to determine an amount which is suitable for chores at various ages. Once you have done that, your child will start being able to understand and prepare themselves for understanding the use of money. Despite any precautions you may take, remember that money can be addictive and can affect children. It is important to monitor your children and the amounts of money which they accumulate. Too much money can end up damaging your child. Yes, I said it. Too much money can end up damaging your child. Auskuda kuti uite vana vekuti paunofamba vachenda kudzingwe dzimba kana kuti paunofamba nemuri kana kuti nevanhu nevangwe vanhu vanotanga kuda kuda kuita zvinhu zvinoshamisira nekuti vanoviziva kuti mune mari. Mari haifane kushanda ichidaro. Haifane kurwadza vamwe vanhu kuti mwana anovhaira kuti tine mari kumba kwedu. We live in a society with deteriorating morals and adults have been known to use money to abuse children and you must also prevent your child 
from also loving money too much and developing tendencies that may e- eventually lead to a criminal lifestyle. Things like a child beginning to steal money because they need it so much. It is not a bad idea to instill rules with your child as to who can give your child money. Mazwano atinga ngo trust amunu wose wose. Vanu wakawanda wanu wakuru wari kutambane vanu nenzira esina kunaka. Saka it's good for you to tell your child kuti maruno kuna piwa na ambuya kana nasikuru. But don't just allow your child to receive money from anybody. Assuming that your child takes a healthy lunchbox to school and does not need a daily tuck shop, just use money initially as a treat for your child at school. Pocket money at school should really be used as a tool to start introducing your child to the fact that you work for money and then when you've worked for money, you can spend your money. But you should also start thinking about the concept of saving and investing your money. And that's what we'll be talking about tomorrow. Saving and investing and teaching that to children. From me, Gerald, Mr. G, Mwandiambira. See you again tomorrow on Money Talks. Ngati Fumetose. Welcome to Money Talks. Today we are talking a very serious topic, a heavy topic, a difficult topic for most people to deal with. Today we'll be talking how to explain tough financial situations to children. You're not the only one who's feeling the pinch in these tough economic times, and children are quick to pick up on the tension and the anxiety in the household, even if they don't understand the root cause. Although most parents' first instinct is to shield their children from stress, research suggests that even young children can sense when something is wrong and experts advise keeping open lines of communication and making age-appropriate explanations which empower children about your financial situation. The first thing you need to be doing is to be open with your children. School-going children may begin to hear news, financial or otherwise, from their peers especially in the areas of the country that are hardest hit by unemployment as well as even strikes. The best strategy is to find out what your children already know and respond accordingly. Ask your children, about the stories they've heard, about the jobs, stories they've heard, and even about the financial news which they understand. Ask them if anyone at school is talking about it. This is very important because Vanawanotara is in playground, and if you don't intervene, If your children have not heard about any crisis, you need to explain the situation in simple terms. 
telling them only what they need to know and reassuring them about their own security. Unofana kuzwa wati mwana anusiana newe pajuni swaninga achida mupenyu. Mwana argu chika uti chikoro chake chinogona kuchinja. Mwana ano chika uti pangwe motkari yenyu wa inuenda moshaya transport. Iwewe semunu mkuru fungwa zakwa zina kufana nene fungwa zemwana. All children want is to be reassured that they are safe and that they are supported. But younger children may not be ready for full explanations. So you need to be sure about giving the age-appropriate explanations. Let's look at the different age groups. Let's look at age 0 to 4. Avavana wadik, wasinga ziwe shakawanda. However, even children as young as one year old can detect stress and anxiety at home. Without having to explain the financial situation to a four-year-old, you need to just give that child extra hugs, extra attention, just to make them feel more secure in tough times. There's not much more you can do. Ages 5 to 9 Children at this age can't still put pieces of the problem together. So, it's practically and especially important to give them step-by-step -step explanations of any change. Mamana, mama kana utababa, avasisina basaravai shanda. Asi, waruku, waruku yeza kutu wawane ringwe basarakafanana. Kana utibasare kuti richa sumu zamburi yedu. Be sure to tell your child, because if you're not going to work, your child can see, and they will know. Also explain what the change may result in. Baba kana amai wakasawana basa ringwe. Tichambo yinano gara kuingwe imba, kana utichambo gara neingwe hama, kana utichunuchicha tichinje imbijana, tichichwa gara ingwe basa. Be clear and explain this to your child. Ages 10 to 13 are much more conversant and understand money a lot more. When you're talking to children who are aged between 10 and 13, your conversation needs to change. Older children are more aware of the news and are, and are ready to deal with whatever news you may tell them. However, do not create any more anxiety. Be positive, but realistic with your explanations. Explain to your children. You've seen the news about the economic problems in our town and in our country. I'm working very hard to get through this. So I may have to work extra hours in the office or I may have to do extra work. Your children will understand. And remember, if you are instilling a holistic financial knowledge plan for your children, you have already started in instilling financial values with them, with their piggy banks, with their pocket money, so they will understand. However, this is perhaps the most important piece of advice I can give you today. Tarisa Mashoko Ako. Watch your words. Tarisa Mashoko Ako. Children are quick to overhear and to misunderstand statements. And these statements can have very, very damaging effects on your children. Don't say things like, we're going to the poor house. Or, atisisina imba, atinamariye chikaf. Hey, Twitter say, zunzaka preza. Or, I spent my last money on groceries. What are we going to do about the children? Or, atinamariye school fees. Watch what you say. Tarisa Mashoko Ako. If you need to make adjustments to your family budget or move to a smaller home, 
be very specific about what it will mean to your family. Empower your children. Empower your children. Whilst you shouldn't put added stress on your children, you should empower them as helpers and as part of the family. Indeed, even though your children do not earn money, they can certainly help the family when it comes to saving money. Doing so will give them a measure of control. And here are two examples how you can get your children to get involved in your family finances. Encourage them to make a list of the things they can do to save money, like recycling, drawing paper, or drinking tap water instead of expensive juices or sports drinks. Okay, tap water, but you know what I'm getting at. Remind them to borrow books and movies from friends or from the library rather than purchasing them or having expensive memberships of clubs. Again, children are understanding and most children will not put you under unnecessary pressure. Each small gesture will make them feel more in control and will help them to appreciate the satisfaction that comes with wise spending. Another important thing, if you tell your children something, stay on schedule. So, if you promise them to do something at a certain time, please honor your word. Also, don't change their lifestyle too much. If you do need to move to a smaller home or sell your car or make other financial ad adjustments, do your best to maintain your child's regular routine, including meal times and bedtimes. Remember, your children simply need to feel safe. They're not interested in the material things which you think worry them. And finally, be alert for children who display signs of stress or changes in their sleep and appetite patterns. Although you may do your best to tell your child about the change in situation, for some children it's just too traumatic. Especially things like changing schools that may have a serious consequence on your child's behavior and social well-being in that instance do try and find help but now that you know start explaining these tough situations to your children explain the situation as it is today and what will come tomorrow thank you for joining me it's gerald mr g mwandiambira on money talks i look forward to joining you again tomorrow ngatifu metese